This is Hitting the Mark, conversations with founders and investors about the intersection of brand clarity and startup success, with your host, brand strategist and author, Fabian Garhalter. I think it really helped uh, us get uh, immediate credibility, like we looked bigger than we were. Um, and, and as such, um, we, uh, we, uh, we conveyed more credibility and also more trust because uh, it's a business where you provide foods to children. And it was important that we established trust with parents from day one. And so we went very much into branding with a sense of, you know, this is a way for us to get our name and our idea out there uh, in a way that will uh, engage the consumers in a favorable way. If my Austrian accent and humor were not enough for you, today we add some French into the mix. This was Matt Cohen, who came from the management consulting world and ended up building a beloved brand of classic dishes for kids that happened to be good for them. Matt started his endeavor with a focus on branding from day one, as he was looking to develop a brand that would really connect to people's lives and be meaningful. Today, the Kid Fresh line is in all major U.S. supermarkets, and Matt's mission of creating better food for kids has been fulfilled. We discuss how moving just a little bit away from the core of a brand can flop, how a pivot from retail to wholesale created brand clarity for this co-founder, and what happened when kids realized that they've been tricked into eating healthy foods all along. But before we dive in, I want to thank the latest supporters of the show. Li Sheng Li, Tokusani Mabena, Sean Kodihi, Walid Nasadin, Marcel Rotenbusch, and Dominic Sarek, who all joined the Creative Entrepreneur Mentorship Circle. Chun Liu, who joined the Startup Entrepreneur Mentorship Circle, and Holly, who pledged as a Golden Brand Circle member. Their support for the show keeps hitting the mark advertising free. Join this special group in exchanging entrepreneurial advice on private Facebook groups and on mentorship calls with yours truly. Head on over to patreon.com slash hitting the mark. But now here is Matt of KitFresh. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Absolutely. So in your bio, it states, as someone who was interested in how brands connect with consumers, Matt was looking to develop a concept that would really connect to people's lives and be meaningful. Now, this statement alone got me so excited to have you on the show. Um, you actually went from being a management consultant at Accenture to a CEO at a consulting practice that got sold to Omnicom, which those in the industry know that's the, that's that's the that's the big one. And now yep. you're now you're hiding veggies in frozen meals for kids with your brand Kid Fresh. Tell us a bit how how and why you started this brand. Well, you know, I, I'm still wondering every day. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I had a career, everything was fine. And then one morning I woke up and I'm like, what kind of uh, bad foods, excuse my French, um, kids are uh, being fed here in the U.S.? Uh, basically what happened, to, to put it 
simply is I became a parent. I became a father. Right. And as such, I started to experience, you know, what kids eat in this country. And I was absolutely horrified. So coming from France, I, I could not understand and, and even accept that kids were fed with such junk food. That's how it started. And as far as I understand, Kid Fresh started as a retail store in New York City, serving freshly prepared wholesome meals for kids, right? That's right. Our initial idea was to create uh, a retail concept, uh, um, a chain, uh, a little bit like a Starbucks for kids, um, but with uh, freshly prepared foods and uh, um, you know other grocery items for kids, all natural and organic. That was the initial idea. So we created a store in Manhattan on the Upper East Side, initially. And what happened? What happened to the store versus going with frozen food? So what happened basically is that, first of all, the store really established the brand. And it was really great because when I started the, the business with my partner, you know, I was being bombarded by uh, requests for interviews from all over the world. Uh, because the, the concept had really resonated um, everywhere. So, I mean, um, literally, I was, you know, on the phone during interviews with uh, Radio Tokyo and then being interviewed with, uh, you know, Canadian newspapers and then Middle Eastern uh, radio, these type <laughs> of things. But I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe uh, I made it in America. But... Uh, more importantly, what, what happened also from a business standpoint is that this attracted a lot of re other retailers and other brands that were always coming to the store and exploring what we were doing, right? Um, and, you know, it, essentially, the, 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 the most important one for us initially was Whole Foods. Uh, they came to the store. We had a great conversation. They were like, okay, hey. Why don't we bring your products into our stores? Interesting. And sure. Uh, and so we started doing that in New York City first, first in one store, then in all the stores in New York City. And then we had other states that were interested in carrying our line. And, and so we quickly realized that, you know, the opportunity was actually outside of the store much more than with the store. And that, it would be, we would have a much greater impact and a much faster impact by going wholesale versus then going, you know, retail one store at a time, brick and mortar um, and, and, and all that, all the, you know, capital expenses and, and resources that it required. Demand came from, from other retailers and were like, okay, let's, let's flip the switch and go wholesale. And um, did Kit Fresh was was that the brand name for the store that transitioned over to Frozen? Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. We kept the same. Yeah, yeah. And I have a feeling that, given your very different background, um, the management consulting life, it must have shaped your first year running Kit Fresh. Oh yeah, I mean. Um, um, I thought everything happened on PowerPoint and Excel when I came in, you know, management <laughs> <laughs> consulting. And then I realized that real life is uh, somewhat different. <laughs> so uh, that was a big, <laughs> a big learning for me, for sure. Um, but what it helped me at least uh, um, 
do was to at least have some sort of framework of you know processes and organization and structure that needed to be put in place for any business, right? You know, roles right. and responsibilities, accountabilities, who reports to whom, uh, you know, um, you know, systems, structures. So that that really gave me a framework that I still carry with me today as I continue to grow the business. And on top of that, it sounds like that your background always flirted with branding, right? I mean, you were always just a, a degree separated from, from branding, from marketing, and I'm sure that that influenced you too on finally launching your own brand. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, particularly when uh, the company that I worked with before was sold into Omnicom, I was really, um, you know, completely immersed with uh, other agencies and uh uh, you know, being on the account side, managing accounts, and uh, really looking at it from the branding and communication side of things. So that even uh, brought me even more uh, sense of, you know, what 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 can make a brand succeed, basically. And coming from coming from that background and working with agencies and being surrounded by agencies, did you invest in branding immediately? Like when you started the the, the first retail store, did you actually fully invest in let's get this let's get this set up the right way, or was that something that came a little bit later and you were winging it more in the beginning? It, it, it actually it's it's the former. We really started with branding. We really started with finding the right name. First and foremost, and we did some surveys and and uh, we did some uh, uh, analysis and and so on and so forth to really find a name that we felt resonated. Right when you think about Kid Fresh, it seems obvious, but you know it didn't exist. And so we 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 explored lots of different names, and then uh, we hired uh, a branding agency from the get go uh, to really develop our brand positioning, our identity, um, and our all our entire brand book, you know, from logo to colors to, um, you know, fonts and, and all the other attributes that make a brand uh, as, as such. And that's music to my ears. How, how, how do you think that impacted you? How do you think it helped you versus, you know, taking it slow and bootstrapping the branding aspect? I think it really helped uh, us get uh, immediate credibility. Like we looked bigger than we were. And, and as such, we, uh, we conveyed more credibility and also more trust because uh, it's a business where you provide foods to children. And it was important that we established trust with parents um, from day one. Um, and so we went very much into branding with a sense of, you know, this is a way for us to get our name and our idea out there. Uh, in a way that will uh, engage the consumers in a favorable way. Absolutely, absolutely. What 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 does branding mean to you now that you've been um, you know with with Kid Fresh for a while and given your given your background? What does that term branding mean to you? Because it's such a it's such a misunderstood term. People just think it's a logo, but it's so much more. What what does it mean to you? I think it 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 is several things. It is first of all an identity. And it's as much an identity for the consumers than it is also for yourself, your employees, your teams, your third-party partners, right? Mm -hmm. You have a name, you have a look and feel, 
uh, you stand for something, right? Um, so that that's very important. And then secondly, um, I think it's also an emotional connection uh, with our consumers, right? We mean something, our name means something, Kit Fresh. Uh, when you buy a product, Kit Fresh, you know that that's not going to be junk food, that, that it sounds and feels good for you. And that's what we stand for, right? So it's not a, it's not a lie. It's actually, uh, to the contrary, it's very much our promise. Yeah. So uh, an identity and, and an emotional connection with a promise behind it, that, that's what branding stands for. Very well, very well put. And, you know, one, one comes to think about, like, when you started this brand of, of creating food, um, you know, in the beginning, regular food and then frozen food, once you g went past retail um, into, into the actual, um, you know, retail stores, not your own, you know, uh, store. How, how, how do you create food? Someone that doesn't, you know, like, who doesn't have that background? Did you have a co-founder that came from the food background? Yes. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, my co-founder came uh, had experience at Denon for many years. Perfect. Surrounded uh, ourselves with experts. We 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 started with a pediatric nutritionist from NYU. We uh, we visited uh, you know uh, childhood obesity pediatric units uh, in hospitals in the tri-state area in New York to just to understand what was going on. Uh, we had retail experts. We you know so I think building a team of experts that fill the gaps is also critical. Going back maybe to your point about management consulting is really creating an advisory board uh, helped us a lot initially. That is really, really good to hear. Um, and that's not always the case with today's startup. So uh, that's, I, I absolutely 100% agree with that. I surround myself with experts all the time um, because that's why they're experts. And, you know, just a couple of minutes with an expert um, can save us uh, hours and, and, and weeks weeks of time sometimes. So very much agree with that. Um, you're also very data-driven. It sounds like, you, you know, you, you get a lot of input. Um, you, you, get, you do a lot of questionnaires. You get a lot of answers. Was there, was there ever a moment where you got, you got a lot of ideas back and you get a lot of customer data? And you felt like you know what I I, I thank you for that, but I'm actually going to go a totally different way with this. Um, maybe a certain product launch, maybe even at the beginning of Kit Fresh. Was there ever a time where you did a where you did a you know crazy brand move, just based on your gut instinct, where you felt you know what this is my brand, this is my baby, I want to go that route, even though everyone says go the other direction. So it's very interesting because we've been bombarded with ideas and. Uh, uh, opportunities to go in so many different directions, right. um, which in a sense uh, is a good thing because it shows the brand uh, resonates and, and you know, has legs beyond what we're doing. But um, one key area where we were really solicited um, very much by consumers and also retailers to go into snacks, dry snacks, mm -hmm. right? So that we had more portability and the, the Kid Fresh brand name could extend in, you know, uh, portable, nutritious snacks for kids. Um, and we started to play with it, quite frankly. But then we realized that it would be so big and, and distract us so much from our core, right? Uh, our core being food like meals, like yeah. cooked meals, that even though there was a legitimate demand and certainly a potential in the business, if we were to go that route, 
it would be too risky for the overall company as a whole. And so he said, no, not for now, but it's certainly in the back of our mind, but not for now. And, you know, I think it all comes back to your positioning and to your purpose, right? Because you can always point back to that and say, well, our purpose is not to have, you know, like snacks, but our purpose is actually to have real meals that have, you know, the hidden veggies. And, right, exactly. So um, that's, that's one of those uh, big advantages to have that purpose nailed down early on. And it's kind of like your guiding light that you can, you can always use for a brand and you don't get sidetracked. Absolutely. To, say, to saying yes to all these amazing opportunities, which they are all amazing opportunities, right? Um, so on, on, the, on, the f on the flip side, was there ever anything that you did with your brand uh, may it have been a campaign or may it have been a new launch or, or, or a change of colors or logos or anything where you felt like, oh, that totally went, that totally went, went off the rails? <laughs> I would say, you know what, going back to snacks and, and handheld uh, products, You know, when we were exploring the snack, you were like, well, maybe there are some snacks that you can do in frozen, right? And uh, we tried that. We did some frozen burritos and things like that, but realized that, you know, this was too much of a departure for the consumers uh, in terms of their habits and what they knew. Um, and, you know, it didn't work out as we had planned. Yeah, that's a line of product that uh, we felt, hey, Let's try to do some frozen snacks, but we're not, uh, it's not what we expected. And it's just, it's just so like just a couple of degrees away from what you usually do. And it already didn't resonate, right? It's, it's so interesting how, yeah. how consumers are so, your brand means something so specific to them. And even if you just go a little bit the other way, it, it's already too much for them. It's a, uh, to me, that's fascinating. <laughs> It is. It is. We, 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 but, but it speaks also to the relationship and the connection we have with the consumers, you know, uh, and that's, that's a great asset for us, really. It's a unique, uh, a unique uh, element of our business and we have the highest loyalty in the category. Um, so, you know, our consumers want us and want us to stay who we are. How do you, how do, besides, you know, obvious sales, but how do you feel that, that loyalty? Um, do you feel it on social media or do, do people write you? Like, like, what are some of those messages you get as a brand that makes you feel like, you know what, people really have our back. They absolutely love us. Well, we have, we have actual data. Uh, you know, you, you, you have ac we have access to data that uh, shows that a consumer that did not buy Kit Fresh before and that try it, tries it once, you know, will repurchase it over and over and over again. Hmm. Uh, we have the data. It's very clear. We have, we have the highest loyalty rate in the industry, over 60%. Um, um, and then that translates also into messages and things that are more sort of... Uh, content, if you will. Yeah. Um, uh, people share stories or they talk to their friends or they refer the brand, but the data is the data, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's very clear. Absolutely. And, and when you, so, so you started your, your, your retail store, um, you know, you got all of this amazing press and suddenly Whole Foods came knocking. Um, was that the moment where you felt like, you know what, we have something here? Or was there another big breakthrough moment for the brand where you were in a certain amount of stores? Or did something happen where you felt like there was one day where Matt sat back with his glass of uh, Bordeaux and said, you know what? This is it. <laughs> we have now, we have a brand. 
Well, uh, I mean, certainly, you know, the initial conversation with Whole Foods for sure. Uh, but then we started, uh, we started to branch out of the store in different ways. Um, uh, for instance, we had little refrigerated kiosks at the GFK Airport, at the JetBlue and American Airlines Terminal, oh, where we were doing you know, travel lunch boxes for kids. And, uh, you know, that was sort of a, um, a branching out of the store, right, uh, in, in a first way. Then we had the Whole Foods piece. That was second thing. And then we were also doing a lot of catering, but branded catering for the FAO Schwartz store in New York oh, or wow. the Build a Bear store in New York. We were, we were there catering operations. So at the end of the day, there's a point where you do so much more business outside of the store than in the store that really you understand that that's where you need to go, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, the store being such an operational um, um, sort of weight, if you will, to carry every day that, you know, at some point you cannot do both. You have to make a decision. Am I a wholesale operation or am I a retail business, right? Um, and I clearly remember that day. It was like, uh, you know, one of these days of, that is like a total nightmare. Like you cannot even see the, you know, the light and you're like, okay, we just cannot do this anymore. We, we have to pick and decide who we are. Yeah. So, so, so instead of this being a celebratory moment, it was actually a moment of anxiety because he had too much going on and too many opportunities and you just had to create some clarity. In a way, in a way, but, uh, but after that anxiety came, also a relief right 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 absolutely if you if you would look at the kid fresh brand today um and if you would if you would look at the positioning of, of of the brand of the values of the brand of what you really stand for as a brand and you would you would put this down into one word um you know i call it your brand dna if you would be able to describe kid fresh in one or two words what what would it be uh, two words. You want two words? I'll give you two words. Kid and fresh. <laughs> that 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 took some pondering. <laughs> it is it, no, but really, I mean, it's uh, it's really about kids' food. Yeah. So it's really about children and making sure that they have foods that they like, but they also bring nutrition and taste and value, right? And then fresh is really the freshness of our product, our ingredients. It's real chicken. It's real tomatoes. It, it, everything is real and fresh. Um, uh, so, yeah, kid and fresh. Which, which I think is amazing after all those years, right? That it goes back right to that name. And that's why it's so crucial to get the name right in the beginning, right? I mean, that is just so important. So crucial. Absolutely. And, you know, something that is a, that was in the back of my mind the entire time we were talking, um, and, and I think now is a good time to ask, um, obviously, what is, so, what is so great about KidFresh is that you're basically tricking these kids of eating mozzarella sticks with, you know, a dipping sauce, but in reality, there's actually, you know, cauliflower in them as well, right? Like, you hide, you hide these vegetables in a smart way so that kids actually eat healthy, but they have, they, they feel like it's still fun, right? Um, and it's still their kind of food. When, when is, like, what happens at the time when the kids turn, I don't know, what age do they turn when they suddenly start realizing that they've been fooled all along? 
<laughs> and what happens? Is it is it a revolution? <laughs> no, but uh, you know we actually uh, do not uh, recommend to fool the kids, right? <laughs> we're not we're not. Uh, I mean, we we're we're sneaking vegetables, yes, but uh, we want vegetables to be part of the conversation um, as opposed to um, uh, to not. So. Uh, it's just to be able to say, hey, you know, do you, you like this chicken nugget? Well, hey, you know, there's a little cauliflower that's mixed in, you know. Um, let's have another one. Yeah, yeah. We want to be honest and, and transparent. Um, so my, my hope is that, uh, you know, when kids uh, find out and realize that uh, there's, you know, uh, cauliflower or chickpea or, or butternut squash blended in the product that they don't see it as a betrayal, but like as a <laughs> more, why not actually as an enhancement? Right, you right. Know? And I mean, at that point, you already got them so hooked <laughs> that they are fine with it anyway. Yeah, so. it's already too late. It's too late. It's too late. They're going to try another chicken nugget and then they're going to come back to ours. I that's mean, there's, there's that's no right. Point. That's right. That's hilarious. Um, you know, obviously, you've um, you've you know you, you've made it as a founder of uh, of, of a very successful um, startup that's very purposeful. Um, a lot of a lot of young founders uh, are looking up to, um, to to people like you uh, who who have achieved what you have achieved. Is there any 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 brand advice that that you want to give to kind of like finish off our interviews? There's something that you've learned over the years where you would advise other founders um, as it relates to your brand or even just regular you know entrepreneurial business advice where you say, look, here's something that I learned that I think I, I want to share with other entrepreneurs. I would say be patient and determined. Um, you know, it's a lot about, uh, being tenacious, um, you know, fighting every day and, uh, and believing into your product, into your brand, into your team and resources, um, you know, being, being really steadfast into what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, that, that would be my advice. Uh, sometimes, you know, Slow and steady wins the race. We all want to go fast and, you know, uh, be the next, um, you know, big thing overnight. Well, you know, in most cases, uh, it takes time uh, and that's okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. So listeners who want to turn their kids into um, kid fresh fanatics, <laughs> where, where can they go? Where can they find, where can they find your, your frozen treats? Uh, in most, um, you know, grocery stores uh, throughout the nation, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, Vaughn's uh, in uh, Southern California, where you are, to, you know, Walmart, Target, all the Kroger banners, uh, Publix, uh, Whole Foods, um, you know, most, uh, uh, you know, most retailers throughout the nation. Can they order online too, or are you in all retailers yes. for this? Okay, okay. No, they can, they can order at kitfresh.com uh, or go to Amazon as well. Perfect, Matt. Well, listen, um, thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, I really appreciate it. This was, uh, this was really educational and um, appreciate all your insights. Thank you, Fabian, and take care. Absolutely. You too. Short and sweet. I hope you enjoyed the brand journey of Kitfresh. If you have not done so already, hit subscribe and give the show a quick rating so more listeners like you will be able to find and enjoy it. 
The Hitting the Mark theme music was written and produced by Happiness One. I will see you next time when we once again will be hitting the mark.